and we are live another episode of lead off talk with myself caitlin and joined as always by gabe gabe how's it going everybody going really good how you doing yeah, pretty good pretty good uh so uh it seems like right after we recorded basically uh an episode talking about all the off season you know i i labeled the last episode off season uh 2.0 um we, we got the rest of the deals, uh, the major deals that, that happened. Um, so just kind of talk about them a little bit. Uh, Freddie Freeman goes to the Dodgers, six years, 162 million. Trevor Story, six years, 140 million. But that's a weird contract because if he opts out after four years, like there's an option for a seventh year or something. Like, I don't know. It's, it's very weird. Yeah. I, I, I don't really understand that, but I mean, hey, <laughs> you know, he's he's 30 years old, so he's going to be probably with Boston the rest of his career. Um, same, I mean, Freddie Freeman's 32, so six-year deal for the Dodgers. I mean, he'll be like 38 or whatever, so you know, he's he's a Dodger the rest of his career. That's going to be weird, right? Him not yeah. with the Braves. It's all, it already looks weird when you see photos. doesn't feel right. What's crazy is like – and of course, thunderstorm. Um, <laughs> like, we're, we're both MLB the Show fans, and man, that Dodgers collection is gonna be in, is gonna be insane. The whole NL them. collection is gonna be insane. Yep, it's gonna be so stupid. And then the AL West with like <sighs> Caesar and 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 Simeon. Yeah, and obviously you still got Trout. You got Otani. Like. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Sandy Guard. Yeah. It's maybe a big one, I think. Yeah, I mean, Robbie Ray could be a diamond. He's with Seattle. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's a lot of golds, too, in that. Okay, we're going to get Yeah, we're going to get Some other names. Uh, Carlos Correa goes to the Twins. That was kind of interesting. Hilarious that basically the Twins traded Donaldson. To, to create, you know, money. They trade him to the Yankees, and the Yankees were in on Correa. And instead, uh, the Twins get Correa. It's a weird contract. It's it's three years, $105 million. So, I mean, it's huge. I mean, it's $35 million for an infielder. Um, but yeah. he could opt he out after... By yeah. Um, he could opt out after his first year um, and then hit free agency again at you know, 28 years old, which it might behoove him. It might not like, I don't know. That it's just kind of interesting. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, but you know, the twins trade Donaldson because that was an awful contract. And he's always there. They trade him to the Yankees. The Yankees get Donaldson and kind of Falefa, right? That's where he ended yep. up. I'm trying to remember offhand. And instead they could have just had Korea be their shortstop. A lot of people predicted, but nope. Twins get Korea, and now that that AL Central, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of popping. You got Javi Baez, you got Carlos Correa, like at shortstop. You got Tim Anderson at shortstop. Um, yeah, uh, Bobby Witt Jr. Who yeah, looks Bobby like Witt over the year at third base, but I mean, he's a shortstop of the future for Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, are they going to have Mondesi at short? Like, dude, everything I've seen, they might not have him on the opening Nikki- roster. Or Nicky Lopez. Like, I know he's been their shortstop for the Royals. Uh, yeah. 
everything I've been seeing that he might not make the open day roster from what I read in. That's crazy. Which That's blows insane. my mind. I mean, yeah. I know he's been hurt, but that dude electrifying when he gets um when he gets on base. Yeah. 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 Um so that's something for the AL Central, you know, our our division, you know, the one that we talk about a lot. Uh, Nick Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber both going to Philly. Uh, Castellanos, five-year, $100 million. Schwarber, four years, uh, $79 million. I, I, don't, I don't understand signing both of them. Like, I saw a tweet that basically said, like, the Phillies know that, uh, you know, it, you're only allowed one designated hitter, right? Because, I mean, Schwarber is going to play left field, right? Either Schwarber or either, – yeah, either Schwarber or Cassian is going to play left field or DH. You still have Reese Hoskins. He's going to play first, so it's not like you're going to have Schwarber play first. You have Bryce right. in right field. You're not going to move him to center. That was a disaster when the Nationals tried to do that early on in his career. Um, so their outfield is either going to be Schwarber or Cassian to the left, Oduble Herrera – in center and Harper and right. And Harper's a good, like, he's a good right fielder. He's not like a gold glove right fielder. Like, he makes, you know, a lot of highlight plays. He's got a cannon arm, but apparently, like, sabermetrics wise and stuff like that, like, he's not a, he's not like an above average outfielder. So that outfield for the Phillies, like, defensively, kind of awful. Dude, it's it's really awful. What do you think? Like, it's it, it's gonna be bad. To be honest. I mean, I think their whole plan is that they're gonna outscore everybody. But like you said, that outfield, it's gonna be interesting to watch, to say the least. Yeah, and it's just like I get signing one of them, and I get if you were going to maybe trade, um, like Reese Hoskins, I would get it. And maybe they still do that, but I don't like Cassianos is a DH slash left fielder. Schwarber, I think you could play him at first. But like that's kind of it. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna move Cassianos. like there's no way Cassianos plays third. Obviously right. they already have Alec Alec Brom, so it's like that's that's not even a question. But yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me. And again. Even if you put Bryce in center, God, that's that's even a worse outfield. And Herrera right. is like not even a good player anyway, like a defensive right. player anyway, <laughs> at this point of his career. Right? No, yeah. Well, okay. that's the thing. That's that, that's why I could see them voting Bryce there, just because it's like well, we're not gonna, like it's it doesn't get much worse. Does that make sense? Like it's not going to be like like the, the outfield already with like if you put Herrera in center, Bryce in right, and Schwarber or Nick and left, you know what I mean? It's already like bad defensively. So if you put Bryce in center, you want both the other guys in there, but at the same time, that makes no sense to me because you can hit now with the DH. But the good thing is that you can kind of rotate that corner and first base now to DH, I guess. But I gotta look, but I don't is Hoskins a pretty good defensive first baseman? I don't no, hear much I don't, about I don't him. think so. I think okay, he's, I think I don't he's hear below about average. Him. Below average, okay. So, yeah, yeah, so I guess you could just rotate all of them because they're all bad defensively, except for Harper. Harper, obviously, he's not, um, like you said, not, like, amazing, but he's not bad. He's, he gets the job done. Does that make sense? He's yeah, like Baylor out there. He's No, okay, no, mind. That's a disrespectful thing to say to Harper comparing to Naylor. Yeah, I mean, he's he's <laughs> he makes incredible plays, right? Like, he's got a killer arm. Like, he's 
he's your prototypical right fielder that everybody wants on their team. Like, obviously, Big Bat, you know, uh, he's not going to win you any uh, gold gloves, but he's going to give you, like, a decent amount of outfield assists per year like because he's just right. that good. It's just, again, it just doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what, what happens there, I guess. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Some of these other moves. Uh, Rosario goes back to Atlanta. I don't know if we talked about that. Um, trying to think. I think that was all like the major, major. Oh, actually, we, we forgot one that just happened today. The Cleveland Guardians. Major League deal for <laughs> Brian Shaw. He is back. That's, I mean, I think it was the worst kept secret in baseball that he was going to be back. <laughs> we predicted that, like, we're like, oh, he's back, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We, I've just been penciling in the bullpen without him being on the team yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, just, they just gave him a little more time off. Yeah, you know, it's just, he's fine. Yeah. You know, he's he'll he be ready. He'll, he'll be ready by the first game. And yeah. like he'll I pitch said, his 110 games. He'll look good, really good the first 60. Yeah, like we 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 know Brian. Is. <laughs> we know we know we know what's going on. They here. just had to wait for all their arbitration guys to sign their contracts, so we know how much money we got to spend. And you know now now Brian Shaw's back, and you know all all seems right in the world in Cleveland baseball, <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. Uh, just another little update too, because I'm watching the game right now. Um, Sandy Sandy Leo might have just locked up the backup catcher spot, Luke. Melee going Luke Melee is that his name? Me- yeah, Melee Melee Molly going to third base. He looked like he tore or tweaked something. They carried him off the field basically. Oh dear. Gabriel Gabriel Arias had a shot through the hole, and then uh, Melee was going first to third, and looked like he pulled something like a hammy or quad, and they basically walked off. It was like a ten minutes. He had to walk all the way off the field in spring training. But yeah, it did not look good. So that's a little update for you. A big offseason, a big offseason equation. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's God. That's unfortunate. That's really yeah. unfortunate. It, the sad thing was because I'm so excited to watch Gabriel Gabriel Ramirez play. Mm-hmm. So that that shot. I mean, he's been lighting up so far, and he another shot, and I was like, oh, and then the damn it. Well, goddamn, but <laughs> really, we have to really like mentally. Sandy Leone. <laughs> well, they have that uh, Brian. God, what's his name? Brian. Lavesta. Lavesta. Yeah, Lavesta. But they said that, that he's. They, they want him to open up a Triple A. They they because they want him. I think they call him up. They want him to play. I mean that's true, but I mean now like he's the only catch. He's the only other catcher on your forty man. So now you have to make two moves. You know what I mean? Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe this will make them make an actual. A move now because you gotta do something. Whatever we like, I think people keep forgetting. Like Naylor's playing is like I, I don't want to go off on a big thing right now, but Naylor's making his first return day to a minor league game, mm-hmm. and by all signs, it sounds like he's gonna be ready for opening day. Even uh, if he isn't, just, as of right now, he's sense. he's on their he's on the fifteen day deal. Fifteen? Oh, so he's or not even on the IR, or yeah, no. So oh. so he's. So he they they already put him to where he's going to um they're, they're not going to rush him back anytime soon. Okay. 
So okay, he well, was, at least he's on the fifth cast. I thought he was on the sixties. Never mind. No, he's he's on. No, he we're good with there. He's on the uh, he's on the fifteen day uh, or IR, not IR, I, yeah, uh, IL or whatever, DL, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, because that means like I mean, we were talking off air, but you know that Stephen Kwan guy, like maybe like he here's the issue they have so many players out of options right now zimmer's out of options um mercado's out of options so it's like it's it's kind of tough for them you know what i mean Mm -hmm. now there are there are some guys though sorry that that do have some options um trevor stefan like he's, you know, he pitched kind of well last year. He's got options. Obviously, Eli Morgan's got options. Um, there's also the new rule. I don't know if we talked about that. You'd only be brought up and down five times in a year. Yep. So you got to be smart with that. You change out of options, but it sounds like man, the way he's been hitting the ball. Um, I think he's your second baseman to start the year. Yeah, Probably. I can see it. Bobby Bradley's out of options, but I think he's your first baseman to start the year, even though he's had a like a slower start. Um, again, Luke Maley was out of options, but if he's hurt, like that opens up a, I mean that opens up a spot uh, on on you know the, the on your forty man because of the right. because if he's hurt, you know he goes on the injured list. Um, but like, there's some players like Zimmer, Logan Allen's out of. I'm looking at it right here, so. It looks to me, Zimmer, Molly, Logan Allen, Bobby Bradley, Yu Chang, um, De Los Santos, the guy that they got from Philly, he's out of options. Sam Hendrick? No. That can't be right. Yeah, I don't think that's right. Uh, I think he's I think he's got options left because he's because I just his last year he's when he made his debut. Yeah. So yeah, that's not right. I don't think. Um, Oscar Mercado, he's out of options. I know that. Uh, and then yeah, that's that's it. In my opinion, so like, I got three things to say about the Guardians. If you don't mind if I do a little not not a rant, but just the so we've talked before. I think Mercado gets released or traded. I think we've talked about that before. I'd rather have him than I'd rather have Zimmer than him. You chain. Me and you, I think what we messaged uh, like two days ago about him saying we need to have a conversation. You texted me saying we need to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, that was the funniest thing. Like the first game that was on TV, well, I think it was like the first game he like hits a double down the line, RBI double. And then like the next day he hits a home run to right center. Yeah. And all he's been doing is hitting. Like, right. And, and all I do is message you and go, we have to have a conversation. <laughs> but I, well, the thing is, I did look up his screen train numbers every year and you chain is Barry Bonds in spring training. This man, all he does is rake in spring training. So as much as like, like we talked about, like he probably gets a nod at start at second base because he's out of options, but it's one of those things I want to be excited about. But at the same time, I'm like, he does this every year. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I hope, hopefully it's, he could, I want him to stay consistent about it. You know what I mean? But it's like one of those things I don't want to get my hopes up. And lastly about Steven Kwan, I want to talk about this guy for so long. And I, I say this with the utmost respect to the guy I'm going to compare him to because I think Cleveland loves this guy more than anything. 
he reminds me so much of Michael Brantley. He just has a smooth swing. He hits every, I mean, he's a 301 career hitter right now in the minors. He has like an 810 OPS. He has more walks than strikeouts in the minor leagues. He great defensively. He's probably better than Brantley is defensively. He gets every ball, but his swing is just so, he's not going to, he's not going to hit 30 home runs. He might hit 10, but he's going to get on base. He's going to, he, he just hits every pitch. Like there was a ball the other day that they threw seven feet high. There's 17 feet high. My dude slapped it over third base and said for a double. Like that's just what he does. Like he makes kind of the ball. He gets hits. He gets on base. And if they want to put the best competitive team out there, he should be the starting left fielder when the league opens up. In my opinion, with whoever you want to write Zimmer, Nate, like obviously Naylor probably won't be right, but Zimmer, but Quan deserves to be in left field. And you could even bat him last, double leadoff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he, oh, okay, I don't get excited about guys that much, especially guys who don't hit home runs. <laughs> but <laughs> Stephen Kwan is, he's, he, he's so much like Brantley. Because remember, Brantley came up. We weren't talking about him hitting 30 home runs either. No. He I mean, he never this, did that. No, but, like, but even like when 20 home runs, like Brantley, when he was consistent, he was hitting 20 to 25 bombs a year. And, but, oh, Kwan. Yeah, okay, that was it. Just I think Quan deserves to be left fielder when the, the league year opens up, if they let it happen. Who knows? I mean, unless they're trying to, you know, manipulate service time, which I mean, nothing, nothing they would do like would surprise me when it comes to that. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I'm. Is he already on the the Yeah, he's on the forty man. Like, yeah, they had him this offseason because they they had like ninety people because they thought the rule five was gonna happen. Oh, so okay, so he was a rule five guy. Yeah, they put him on there because he would have been taken. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, fuck it, I'm down. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure when he went to Oregon State, I think we drafted the third round. But I gotta look this up. I tried to look it up today, but I'm pretty sure he had like a 40 game hit streak at uh, Oregon State when he was there. Yeah, I think he won. Um, I think I think they won the College World Series when he was there. Yeah, I mean, my guy just gets on base. Like I said, plays great defensively. We could go oh, from having one of the weaker defensive plays to one of the better in the outfield. I mean, I'm looking at his minor league stats, and obviously they're minor league stats, so it's kind of yeah, you know, it's it's you want to temper expectations, right? Right. But the first thing I see um, in his minor league career, so you got to take out 2020 because there's no minor league. Um, he he has. 87 strikeouts and 100 walks. He does yeah. he makes contact. And God damn it, that is the one thing that this team needs is guys that just don't strike out. That's the issue with guys like um, Andres Jimenez. That's the issue with Mercado. That's the issue with, I mean, Bobby Bradley. Like, they just have too many guys. Like, Bobby Bradley, you could deal with. And this isn't just right. me, like, like, fangirling over Bobby Bradley. Like, <laughs> you'll deal with that because you expect in a full season who and if he develops 25 30 home runs from bobby bradley exactly you'll deal with a 240 batting average but if he's a power hitter like you know that's just the name of the game right now but bradley zimmer oscar mercado uh jimenez like those guys are too they, they don't hit for enough power consistently to be striking out the amount they are for them to get every day um at bats Yes. I couldn't agree with you more. 
But yeah, like I'm, I'm down, man. Like I'm just like looking you at. You can see him in the box too, like the way he swings. Like you know how like I don't know how to say it, like over like you know how Brandon when he it, he had like a quiet swing. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Like he did, he wasn't moving at all. Like he took that little step. Mm-hmm. Like Quan is just like he's just quiet in the box and he just makes contact. And I think that's like what you said. Like nothing frustrates me more when we have a guy at second base or a guy at first. No, a guy at second. We need to move him to third with one no outs. Mm-hmm. All we gotta do is move on. Or we have a guy at third with one out. We need to get him in. Yeah. How many of our guys just strike out? And like you said, Bobby Bradley, I'll take Reyes, I'll take it because yeah, I mean they hit for power. You take the whatever. good with the bad. Yeah. But guys like Givenez, Rosario, um, Anybody else in the freaking lineup? Yeah, I mean, like Z- I mean Zimmer. Yeah. I mean, the issue is, and the the guys that you're going to compare Quan to is guys like Zimmer, guys like Mercado, guys that are out of options that that need a place uh, or that will that Quan will like take his place. All right, exactly. And I mean, and at I at 24 years old, like, man, that's just like to start his service time, like right now. Like, I think that's like. I think that's good. I I don't think you're going to like lose out on that much. You know what I mean? Like no, whole, exactly. And and I think if he projects to be, you know, and again, if he's you know, like a Michael Brantley type player, I'm I'm just saying type player. You know, somebody right. who hits 280. You know, will you know hit for doubles, um, but you know just doesn't strike out. Is a smart left fielder. Like if that's what you get. Like you could extend that guy for relatively cheap and not have to worry about him hitting free agency at 30, 31 years old and making like a, a, a ton of money that's out of your price range if you're the guardians. And, but, but also like, Hey, like go win for this year. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Like you have the great, you have a ton of great starting pitching. Um, Your bullpen. I think a lot of it, and I think you would agree a lot of it comes down to what Karen check you get. Yes. Oh, hundred percent. Because if, if, if Karen check can be, you know, what Karen check was and he's your eighth inning guy that sets up everything that sets up, you know, goes being, cause I'm assuming Goss, he's on the 40 band. He's, you know, they, they like him for a reason. Um, I'm going to assume he's going to make the bullpen out of spring training. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you bring back Brian Shaw. Like, he's a seventh-inning guy. I think that Dilo Santos guy has a lot of potential for the guy from the Phillies. I know his ERA wasn't great, but, you know, man, something about Cleveland and making <laughs> pitching work, you know what I mean? Right. Like, they, and they know how to Sandlin do Sandlin coming back? Yeah, Sandlin uh, will be back. I mean, like, Trevor Steffen, like, a, a full year of him. And, I mean, like, again, he has options. Sandlin has options. Like, you can – Get creative if, if need be, but, um, you know, like it's not, it's not the detriment. It's it's what it's coming, what it's going to come down to is can they score four runs a game consistently? Because I think if you score right. four, like that's you, like that's it. You know what I mean? Like that no, is yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing too, I'll say too about like the options is um the one thing I hate about them is like. Stefan proved last year and Sandlin too, like they deserve to be, be in the bullpen. Like Stefan, he was bumpy, but he, he played pretty well. He deserved mm-hmm. to be in his bullpen and so does Sandlin. And that's what makes you mad when they like guys, like if it comes down to 
them being in the bullpen or like Mikado being a fourth outfielder. Like, I hope they pick them. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just the whole option game makes, I get it. That's a business side of things, but like, I just think the best players, especially when you're already made to the majors should be on the team. Yeah. And it's, it, it's weird for a guy like Travis Steffen, because who's a rule five guy, meaning he had to stay on the roster the entire time that the major league roster, but now because he, you know, a, he, he went through that full year, um, you know, he can be optioned down because he's got options. Like, right. You know, but yeah, that's, that's, um, and you're talking me into this, this Stephen Kwan guy. Like, yeah, um, I should, I, that's the thing. It's, it's funny because whenever I bring him up to anybody, they're like, what, what does he do? And then I'm like, he's a 300 hitter. He, he walks more than he strikes out. He's good defensively. He has an 810 OPS. They're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, the dude, the dude does everything you want a left fielder to do. And the thing is, if you call him up, like, honestly, in a perfect lineup, he could be a leadoff hitter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, for us, you put him, you put him at nine or, yeah, nine. Yep. And you put no pressure on the kid. Even though everything I hear about him is that it doesn't matter because he does what he does no matter what. And the dude just going to sit down there and get on base and do exactly what we want him to do. <laughs> and that's why I think he's a perfect for this lineup. Yeah, just I mean, imagine him get on base, Straw getting on base behind, you know what I mean? And then Rosario doing what he did last year. If he does, he does what he does last year, Ben too. Then Ramirez, then you have all the big boys coming up. Like, oh, that's just a dream. Yeah, or, you know, if, if he ends up, Hitting well, like you move him up to six or seven to where, you know, he's hitting behind Jose, Framil, Bobby Bradley, you know, because yeah. the, the lineup, I mean, after five is kind of, is very suspect. No, no I, yeah, I agree 100%. Because, I mean, I, I know it's spring training, but, I mean, they, they got fucking Austin Hedges hitting fifth, like. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Man? Hey, he's the highest paid player on the team after Romero, so put some respect. No, actually, no, he's third no, now. Cause I think. Third because yeah. Shane got six million in arbitration. Good for him. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, to your point, actually, he is, he is now one, two, three, four. He's, he's fifth now, actually. Oh, oh, after oh, yeah, I've got all the people signed up. So, so Fran, Fran Mills 4.5, Rosario's okay. 4.9, Bieber's 6 million, and then Jose's uh 12 million. Honestly, gu- I'm happy about all that. Look at the Guardians, look at the Guardians. Yeah, here spending uh, a little bit of money. Uh, dude, I have a, I have a thing to share real quick. Did you see the thing that Jeff Passon posted about the teams and spending money and not spending money this season? No, so I think this is pre. Brian Shaw. So I don't know what his contract is, but bottom five, the A's have spent no money. So this is not we sign your own guys. This is bringing other guys in. Mm-hmm. So the A's have signed have spent zero dollars. Guardians nine hundred thousand. Reds five point five million. Baltimore seven point nine million. Brewers twelve point nine. Okay, the mm-hmm. top five spenders: the Rangers five hundred eighty million. Dodgers two sixty six. Mets two fifty eight. Tigers 235, Phillies 204. That's just sickening to think about. That we've spent 900K and other teams are spending $500 million. Hey, it'd be like that, you know what I mean? I guess. Yeah, I'm, the sad thing is, I read it and I was like, yeah, that seems right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, 
it's just weird that like they haven't made any moves because they got like I said and we like we've talked about we got so many guys like Mercado like Zimmer like they there's only so much you could do you know what I mean yeah like I said it's it's gonna it's gonna get to the point where either we like these guys get released for nothing yeah I mean they get DFA'd or yeah it's just it sucks because you know Zimmer former first round pick um a lot of injuries throughout his entire career, but isn't the consistent hitter that that like you need for him to be an everyday outfielder. Defensively right. great, speed great, injury prone, but like man, I mean we saw it last year. I mean he could fucking hit the ball like he could hit some home <laughs> runs, man. He hit some of the first home runs of the team. Yeah, exactly. But he just strikes out way too much. Um some of his like just pitch selection like Sometimes I watch him hit and I go, that that pitch was right down the middle. Like, just <laughs> yam it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Mercado, I think we all thought, thought after 2019, like, okay, like this guy's our center fielder going forward. You know, even if he hits like 270, um, you know, maybe he's your leadoff hitter. Maybe he's your eight or nine hitter. But he's, he's you could kind of put him at center field. Like, like the hype around Mercado was, I mean, they had his jersey. I mean, you could buy it at Dick's Sporting Goods, like you know, right? And now it's very like, you know, he might not even make the team, you know, it, right. it, which is again just kind of crazy, like to that we're we're sitting here in this position. But I mean, it's the nature of baseball, I guess. And you know, it, whether it's a Quan, maybe like maybe they go out and they they trade for somebody, like I I, I don't know. Right, but, that's the thing. I don't know who we get now. But the funny thing about Mercado, too, is well, his good year was 19 or 18 for us. 19. 19. 19. After that year, I remember, uh, I want to say it was like Fangraph, something like that. The, team, the, the site that does all the stats and stuff, like the Sable Metrics, mm-hmm. they put out a stat and they said, like, don't expect this from Mercado again because he had, I forgot it was, he had the most hits with like the like least hard hit balls in baseball. And like he was hitting the ball so weak, but somehow they were finding holes. Mm-hmm. They said, "Don't expect this luckiest season we've seen." And I was like, "I'm not gonna believe that." And it's like, "Holy shit, they were right." Yep. But yep. yeah, and he's like, at this point, he's not even good enough to keep to be like a platoon outfielder at this right. point. Oh yeah. So, so it's because defensively he's not that great. No, I would say he's below average. To be honest. Like he's he's got some speed, but he again he's. Like a lot of these guys, they just strike out. They strike out too much without giving you the the extra base hits that you're willing to sacrifice with the amount of strikeouts. And like they don't right. walk a lot. Like Ricardo just doesn't walk. Fucking Zimmer just doesn't walk. So I mean, it's it's tough. Which which is like <laughs> the issue. Of, you know, like we talked, like I brought up earlier, like with with Jimenez too. Like all these guys. Like you guys are, you guys. Don't hit for extra base hits. Yeah, you guys strike out way too fucking much. <laughs> yeah, it's like you uh, d- just put the ball in play. Like that's the mm-hmm. issue. Like, like Jimenez would be a perfect like eight or nine hitter. You know, just move base runners along. Like put down a bunt, but you can't even do that. So it's right. just like what the hell? Because defensively, he's pretty good. He's got some speed. Yeah, defensively, I think he he could he could start alone defensively, in my opinion. Like they, just, I think last year, I think he was a little down because I think he was 
Put a little pressure he was at on short, Yeah, because he was at short, and then he was short, at second. And then, the door. Yeah. yeah. But I think, I yeah, it's just, that's what's, uh, dude, it just, it's just frustrating. Because, like, whole, we have so many middle, like, Gabriel Arias, you can make a case that he could be the starting second baseman or shortstop this time of year. He's raking right now. He's raked every year in the minors. Or, like, Tyler Freeman. I mean, honestly, you can make a case that Freeman and, Freeman and, uh, Arias could be opening day middle infield. It won't happen, but you can make a case. Right. And then oh, Rosario can... might get a shot in the outfield again. They've been talking about. They've been playing them in left a little more. Well, if you do that, well, that takes Quan's spot. Well, that's my thing. So that's – I was going to ask you this too. So that's just – let's just say in this world, right? Rosario, they want him to play left. They want Jimenez to play short, Okay. Okay. Would you – so let's just say second base is either Ari- one of Arias, Chain, Freeman, one of those guys, okay? Miller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you be okay with Zimmer being the fourth outfielder if they started Quan right? Um, or would you want Quan and left because you – know, I mean, the, I, ideally, ideally, like to start the year, Quan and right, like that's fine, I guess. But I'm trying to project out, like, I'm trying to project not opening day. Because, I mean, being a Cleveland baseball fan, like, we know opening day rosters for this team have been nothing like what the team is in June or right, July. exactly. I mean, we had Colin Cowgirl, Colin Cowgirl playing outfield. We had <laughs> fucking, um, uh, what was it, Eric, St- Eric Stamets. Oh my God, the worst. Um, <laughs> Brad Miller, like we had a lot of those guys, and that just never, like they had no shot, no shot at all. I mean, these these are guys that we we needed to make, we needed to fill a hole. I mean, Ben Gamble wasn't Ben Gamble last year, like yeah, those guys that, for the next month, I would say, especially with the ex- extended rosters, like it doesn't. It doesn't really make – that's not what I'm looking for, in my opinion. Right. Right. No, I agree. So I'm thinking from in June, if Quan is doing his thing in, in the minor leagues, like you got to bring him up. So he's probably in left field, uh, straw in center. In right field, you got to hope Josh Naylor takes right field. Right. And he's healthy. He's still, at first, you have Bradley. At second, you know, may, like you chain like maybe – Maybe you have Yu Chang be the second baseman against um, oh, right-handers, and then he goes to play first base against lefties. Like I don't know oh, how wow. comfortable he is with that, but like maybe that's a thing. Um, I don't know how like Owen Miller had a tough year. I don't know how what they want with him, like playing second, playing first. Like you know if he's going to be a platoon guy. Um, same with the uh, Andres Jimenez. Same with, like, Ernie Clement. Like, I kind of have him penciled in as the utility guy. Right. So, I think, as of right now, I would project, especially just based on who's on your 40, man, like, I would just project um, Rosario just to play, to be your shortstop for this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see it. I was just saying, like, a scenario where he did go to left. I think I think that's I think that's pie. 
it but is that best case scenario though like no no yeah i wasn't even saying best case i was saying a scenario that it did happen I, I guess i did say best case i don't know it's just rosario i want to like so bad but it's just his shortstop play annoys the shit out of me oh yeah i mean we've talked about this so, like almost yeah. every episode <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it just frustrates me but then again you know you think of Like if if Aris is is ready to go in June, and he's your guy, and there's no turning back, then doesn't that just make Rosario replaceable? Or like maybe you just shift him to second base until the deadline, or for the rest of the year, and then you don't really worry about that. Because then right. like maybe maybe you like Quan, like maybe you. I heard like they they're thinking like Fran Mill's gonna play outfield once or twice a week. Like you need you you do need that to happen, especially with if you expect Naylor to be a guy in June because you don't want to, you know, for someone who just fucking snapped his leg like in in All April, right. like you don't want to put too much on him and say, hey, go play right field almost every day. Like you want to DH him a lot, and I don't. Right. And I don't really want him playing first base. Like, I think we saw Naylor playing first base last year, and he just wasn't that good. Right. So. Can you hear the thunderstorm going on behind me? A little bit, but. It's- My house is shaking. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a good time. I was, like, sitting here. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, but, I, mean, I love how we, we started with Trace, and then we just talked about the Guardians for a good 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean that's that's what it was gonna be, right? I mean, this is right, yeah. this is the time type of time. I mean, we could talk about um and we could probably end it with this if, if you're done with the, the Guardians talk. Yeah. Um, we could talk about uh some of the silly arbitration uh uh players going to arbitration. Yeah. Um, oh, who was the one? I can't even think of it. Somebody was the Yankees judge 21 and the Yankees thought it was like 17? Yep. Yeah, that's hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah, let's see. I have... I'm going to try to find it. Seven hours ago, I think. Okay, so Juan Soto gets $17.1 million. Uh, Aaron Jazz, Yankees far apart. Yeah, 21 to $17 million. Um, See, those ones are funny to me though because why couldn't you guys just, like play nineteen? You know what I mean? Right. But right, like, right. but both sides just like no, I want I what I want. But I, I mean, Aaron Judge last year two, uh, two eighty seven, thirty nine home runs, ninety eight RBIs. Like, yeah. you're gonna really bust his balls for, <laughs> for four million. million? Like, and you're the Yankees. Like, what? Like, that's kind of right. Weird. Well, that's like the thing. Well, you said Soto was seventeen point one. And the yep. first thing that popped in my head was, wow, he is drastically underpaid. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money. So I was like, shit. Uh, let's see. I'm kind of trying to find. We're talking about the Indians one. I think Bieber got six. Yeah, six. Um, Trey, Trey Turner got 21 million. Julio Arias got 8 million. Joey Gallo got 10.3. Vlad, Vlad Jr. got 7.9. Edwin Diaz got 10.2. Corbin Burns got 6.5. Now, this is all, again, you have to remember, this is all um, <clears throat> like Shane Bieber. This is his first year of arbitration. Right, right. So there's certain like things like 
they go into it. They go into it, right? Like they're like Trey Turner got twenty one million, but this is his last year of arbitration, so that's right. why it's significantly higher than like a Shane Beaver, like Joey Gallo. I think that's like this is his second year of arbitration, I believe. So that's why his is higher than Shane Beaver, like stuff like right. that. No, yeah, it's just, it's just funny hearing the numbers. To be honest with you, because arbitration sucks. So when you yeah. hear what guys are making in it, it's just like laughable, in my opinion, sometimes. And these are again, these are notable, like the one year deals that like they avoided arbitration. Uh, right. Brandon Woodruff, six point eight million. Glay Retoris, six point two. Reese Hoskins, seven point seven. Class now five point one. Flaherty, five million. Joe Musgrove. 8.6 million, Devers 11.2, uh, Peter Alonso 7.1, Sean Manaya 9.7, Frankie Matas 5 million. So it seems like Manaya is probably going to get traded <laughs> from the A's if I did. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if either both of them get traded soon. Oh, yeah. The way oh, the A's are yeah. doing business. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, e- I'm trying to see what were some of the like the really silly ones. Um, the Braves are heading to arbitration with five key members from last year: Adam Duvall, yes. Max Fried, Luke Jackson, Austin Riley. I didn't realize Austin Riley's already arbitration eligible. It's kind of yeah, because he came up like three years ago, didn't he? Like or two years ago, yep. for like half a season. And I think when he got caught, he didn't like perform well. Like he was like average at the time, which happens. Yeah, but I mean, he was still like a big name prospect, so it's like you could you know you deal with him, whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, Nikki Lopez, Andrew Benatendi, to the, from the Royals. Um, there are a lot of like silly ones. I'm trying to I'm trying to find it. There was oh, those like, guys headed to arbitration. Those two guys, Nikki. Yeah, Lopez. those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah even those, like Nikki Lopez is a silly one. <laughs> yeah, Nikki. Yeah, that one is pretty silly. Um, I want to. I need to try to find. I want to find a list of. Cause like it was Lucas Giolito, like they were they were going to arbitration over like two hundred k. Brian Reynolds, they're going to arbitration over like like four hundred k. And I mean, it's not even significant, like crazy significant money. It's like you know, like I said, like four point nine and four point two. Like what? Right. Yeah. That's 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 annoying. Let me let me try. Uh, Arbitration. Just search that on Twitter. Try to find it. Go ahead. Talk about like whatever. Because I'm trying to find this shit. Oh, I mean, I was looking that up too. To be honest with you, um, nothing arbitration. Oh, here's another one. Teoscar Hernandez, one one year, ten million dollars. Um, okay. Uh, Ian Happ, six point eight million. Josh Hader, eleven million. I know this is like riveting, like like uh from the Orioles, uh Trey Mancini, like they're going to arbitration. It's like really, like this guy. Yes. Arbitration. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, of all the players, it's, it's just funny to me Trey Mancini. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. The how the, like I, I just hate arbitration. To be honest. That I when you're going over, I talk about how much I hate it. Yeah, go ahead. It just, it just makes no sense. I mean, 
you shouldn't take, what is it, five or six years to make a contract in baseball? Like, if you don't get re-signed? Like, it's just, that's that, that's ridiculous. I mean, who's the guy, oh, catcher for Pittsburgh who just, he got traded to Miami, Stallings, Jacob Stallings. Mm-hmm. He is 32 years old. He's going into arbitration finally. That's ridiculous. Yep. Because he finally got to the majors, and he actually had a pretty good year with a pretty good season with uh, Pittsburgh, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, it just sucks for those guys. Yeah, and, again, like, you end up, like, manipulating service time. So there are players that have less than three years of service time, but more than two, and uh, that become arbitration eligible. So they're, like, super – they're, quote, super two players. So, like, that's, like, a, like a Juan Soto – is a super two player. I think Nolan Arenado was a super two player. Um, I mean, it's just insane that like, just imagine what, imagine what like one soda is going to get like. Oof. Oh, dude. It's, on an open uh, market. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's like, like you said, 17.1. And I was like, the first thing that popped in my head was how underpaid he was. <laughs> I was like, shit, that dude's going to get bank. Yeah, I mean, exactly. He... Did I find it? Is this it? Agreed to contracts. Okay, so I have a list. All right. Okay. Okay. You're good. Uh, so from the Diamondbacks, guys like Carson Kelly, you know, I, I'll, I'll name the, like, the notable guys. Um, okay. So Mike Soroka, two point eight million. Um, Max Fried, see, again, it's just so silly. Max Fried, his request six point eight five million. Team offer six point six. And they're going to they're going to they're going to the uh, meeting oh, for that now. Yeah, uh, Adam oh Duv- Adam Duvall is a million bucks. So I guess I I mean I I understand that a little bit. Maybe. Austin Riley, uh, yeah, maybe Austin Riley four point two. He requested a team offer at 3.9. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Dansby Swanson, uh, 10 million. He wanted uh, the, they offered 9.2. Trey Mancini, 8 million. Uh, team offer 7.3. John Means, 3.1. Team offer 2.7. Wilson Contreras, 10. Okay, like, if it's like a million, I guess I kind of understand it a little bit. Wilson Contreras, 10.2. Team offer, 9 million. All right, fine, whatever. But Lucas Giolito, 7.5. Team offer, 7.3. Why? Why? Why, <laughs> Why is that yes. even? Uh, Lucas Sims, 1.6. Team offer, 1.2. What, what are we doing? Like, literally. Yeah, I think what it comes down to me, too. Like, like, I want your opinion on this, too, but like, if I'm a, if I'm a guy who's loyal to my team, right, and I like you said, G. Little wanted seven point five, and the team offered seven point three, and they couldn't come to agreement. Like when he has to actually resign, I feel like he's gonna be like, "Fuck these guys," you know what I mean? Like a little bit. I like, mean, I would. Want, <laughs> yeah, like why did you even like as a team? Why would you even put yourself in that situation over two hundred thousand dollars? You know what I mean? Like what? Or just Why? like they both meet in the middle, like two thousand. Okay, seven point. What was it? Seven point four. Seven point four. Then. Boom. Yeah, but that's the thing. What if he did do that? And the White Sox were like, no. Like, 
I would be like, I'm not coming back now. Yeah, it just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. Like the whole arbitration thing, like taking certain players to arbitration makes zero sense. Uh, Andrew Benatendi, okay, I got I gotta get this one. He's requesting eight point eight point five. The team offers seven point three. Like that's a significant margin where it's like all right. But Nicky Lopez, two point nine, two point five. Right, and the funny thing is too, when you take him to arbitration, the team is basically trying to tell you why you're not worth that amount of money. Why you're not which worth is that even funnier. Yep. In my opinion, because you're basically just shitting on your own player. Yep. Like, hey, like, we like you, but you're not worth 8.3. We'll give you 7.1. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, <laughs> it's just a weird thing to think about. Jesus Aguilar, 7.75. Five. Team offers 7 million. <laughs> Pablo uh, Lopez, 3 million. 2.45. Jacob Stalling, <laughs> like you said, 3.1. 2.45. Joey Wendell, 4.9. 4.3. Like, what the, what the hell? Like, like, what are we doing? <laughs> it, it makes no sense. Okay, yeah. I can. If you're the twins, you just get Gary Sanchez, 9.5, 8.5. Like, okay, maybe I get that because he hasn't been great. Um, the Mets, you trade for Chris Bassett, 9 million, 8.3. Like, the Mets, really? You're going to arbitration over 700K? You're the Mets. for a guy you just got. You, you like, just spent a billion dollars yeah. like this offseason. Like you're gonna right. bust Chris Bassett's balls over <laughs> 700k, where he just took a fucking baseball to the head last year. Like this is what you're gonna do, really? This is what we're doing. Okay. Wow. Okay. Aaron Judge. The funniest thing I saw was the Aaron Judge thing, because he okay he because I think I said he requested 21 million, team offers 17 million, and it was like a Red Sox fan in the mentions. And it was a screenshot of a YouTube video, and it said the the caption was uh, two losers fighting." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay, that's funny." That's good. Uh, Brian Reynolds, four point nine, four point two. It's like, what the heck? Like, why, 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 why? It makes no sense. Which is why, again, which is why, ideally, you know, teams like Cleveland and a lot of like. I mean, Cleveland was the first real team to buy out arbitration years and buy out and to give their players increased money in their arbitration years early on in their contract to then buy out a couple years of their free agency. So what they did with right. Jose, so what they did with Michael Brantley, they did it with Kipnis. Uh, they did they did it with almost all the '90s guys oh, except Kluber too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, Kluber. Well, Kluber got screwed because he was 29, 28, 29 years old when he got brought yeah, up. Sure. So, yeah. um, so th- I mean, that also, like, factors into, like, a lot of that stuff. Like, Seattle, they go out, they go get Adam Frazier, 8 million, 6.7. Mitch Hanniker, 8 million, 6.7. Jesse Winker, 7 million, 5.4. Oh, my God. Like, what, like, how is Seattle, how is Seattle, like, that drastically off, like, by... Like a million dollars each way. Right. It's yeah. Kind of hilarious. Uh, Harrison Bader's a million difference. Tyler O'Neill's 800K difference. I mean, it's just so funny, like sitting here just like looking at this. <laughs> Honestly, I wish they released too, who like, because you find they, they had a talk again. Like, for example, like you just said, Tyler O'Neill was 2 million difference or mm-hmm. no, uh, Bader or something like that. Yeah. Bader's like, a I million. I wish they released yeah. like, well, Bader said, okay, that's me in the middle. And the Cardinals said, no. And I mean, I wish they said something like that so we know who's being the dick here. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
There I are just both look- teams are just like, no, we don't want to. I want this. I want this. You know what I mean, neither one want to be in the middle. I I, I, I just like- I just find it interesting. Like, what what are they trying to like? What are you arguing, really? Right. You know, if 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 you're an organization and you go into arbitration with someone, and the the Cleveland guard or you know Indians Guardians whatever. The, the only guy I think they've ever gone to arbitration with was Trevor Bauer. And I think Trevor Bauer just likes to fight. Very true. <laughs> like, they, like that was that was it. And I don't think he – I don't think there was a lot of love loss in, in Cleveland, you know, when, right. when that happened. Because every other player, like, they don't go to arbitration. Because I think they – I think what they think is, like, hey, we don't want to sit on our, our own players. Like, you know. Yeah. Cleveland's pretty good about, like, making sure their players are happy. Like, we're going to trade you, but we're going to make sure you're happy you're here. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%, which is, I mean, I guess, I guess it's a good thing. Right. I, I want my guys to be happy. Like you said, Bauer is like, I mean, he's just who he is as a person. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, all right, here's, here's a question, and, and we'll leave it with this, so more positive Guardians talk. Beavers. This is his first year of arbitration. Framil, first year of arbitration. Obviously, you still have Jose. You think any of those guys are getting long-term contracts? Even even guys that are pre-arbitration, maybe Savali, maybe Plisek, maybe Classe, like like even those guys you could include. You think you think they're gonna start giving out extensions now, like like they're like they're known to do. Straw. Yeah, I want to believe they. The fact that they're not spending any money right now makes me believe that they're trying to re-sign these guys. That's the fan of me wants to say. So I'm going to say, yeah, just because maybe that's why we're not doing no movement, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like we talked about before, if they re-sign those guys, that would make us just as happy as them bringing anybody in. If we kept That would make guys. me more happy, honestly. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. Like, if you're going to go out and get – like a two-year deal for fucking Tommy Fam, who's sitting on his couch, you know. Like I, I don't care. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I, right. I don't care. But if you could re-sign Jose Ramirez and Shane Bieber, even even if it's not even crazy, even if you buy out, you know, two years of their free agency, and you know, maybe they're like Jose Ramirez, right? You get you sign him to a three-year extension, and he's a free agent at thirty-three or thirty-four. Like fine, you know. If Shane Beaver's a free agent at 32 instead of 30, like, fine. Like, you know, same with Fran Mill. Like, I, I'm not I naive. To, I'm not naive. Yeah, I'm not naive to the fact that, like, they're not going to be in Cleveland their entire career. Like, I'm not. Right. But if you could have them for majority of their career or up until they're 31 and then, you know, like Shane Beaver, you trade him and you get a haul for him. Like I'm cool. Like I'm cool with that, but right. man, the I just I don't want to see. And yeah, you get a hole for Shane Beaver, but I don't want to be in a lame duck last year with Shane Beaver, where right. we're all like kind we of looking around him. and we're like, are we gonna tra- are we gonna trade him? And right. it it's crazy that it's already been three years since he's been called up, yeah. and he's twenty seven, his first year of arbitration. In mm-hmm. two more years, he's a free agent. Like, yeah, like you said, I think you could easily sign him. And I mean, not easily, you know what I mean? But I think you would get something done with him and Reyes on like five year deals. Yeah, five yeah. or six year deals. Easy. Like, because then you could 
you give them, you increase their money. Nothing like kind of like what we did with Jose. You know what I mean? But oh, honestly, yeah. Jose, I'm cool giving him. I know they won't do it, but I'm. What is he? Twenty nine or thirty now? He's twenty nine. Twenty nine. I'm okay with them giving him like an eight year deal. It won't happen. I'm cool with him finishing his year, his career in Cleveland. Yeah, I know I it won't he, happen, but I, I would think be happy he, for it. I think he's the one guy, and I, I know we talked about this before. He's the one guy I would I would become the the LA Angels with Mike Trout for Jose Ramirez. But that means you can't if your team is just mediocre around him, but you have Jose Ramirez. I'm cool with the like right and, and Jose like if you if you t- listen to him talk about Cleveland and everything, he seems like he wants to be here. Like from everything you see and hear, I know it's like I know it's easy to manipulate that kind of shit, but like. You know how they like the last year of Lindor before he traded him, like he was giving answers that were like uneasy. Mm-hmm. Like you don't hear that from Jose. Like he seems happy all the time. Yeah. Like he just like you don't even like he's underpaid. He doesn't bitch and complain ever. And I don't know. I would just I, I want him here in Cleveland forever. And I know like as sad as I know it's not gonna happen, but I wish. I would I mean hell, even man. I would sign him to to an extension and then give him a boost for this year next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even if you, whatever you could, you, I mean, even though it's insane to even say, like, whatever they can afford, but, like, you know, give him an extra $5 million this year next year. Make it 17 and 17 next year. And then in 2024, it goes up to, you know, close to $30 million. Right. And, I mean, if the, if, offer them for? Go ahead. What go was ahead. the reported offer? It was like five, like 150 or something like that. What was it? Wasn't it like five for 150 or was it 10 for 150? I forgot what they – I remember they underpaid him. For who? I forgot what they offered him. But I'm cool with them offering that to Jose. Wait, for who? It. For who? Like Lindor. Didn't they offer Lindor something? Yeah, they offered him like – yeah, it was something – It was like 10 for 150 or 10 for 200 or something like that. Like it was, still wasn't enough. It was like the biggest deal that we've ever offered somebody. Yeah, because it because it would have made him it would have given him guaranteed big guaranteed money his first couple of years when he wasn't making yeah. any money. And I'm cool with them doing that with him right now. Like like Jose, like you said, up in the prices next two years. Like that's a perfect Kaylin, you think of the best names. <laughs> and I'm, look, I just and we have to, sit down with here's the thing. We also need to live in the reality that like are they even are, are the Dolans even expecting to be the owners in two years? Right. Or the majority owners in two years. Yeah. Because that's, th- that's what I feel like is really hampering them right now. They're playing this game where they 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 want they don't want to sell the team. And I understand that. But something's gotta something's gotta give. Right. So I d I, I don't know, right? Like Something's got to give. Either you sell the team and you give it to a guy that's that's going to increase the, the money spent. It, it's not even in a crazy way. It's like $40 million, but $40 million is enough to extend your own guys. Right, exactly. Like, like increasing it $40 million from, okay, Sportrack, I'm looking at it right now, has the Guardians at $37 million. Now, I think I, I think I saw somewhere where it was like, 49 million. I think our new, I think with Bieber, it's 55. So, so I think they forgot so, Bieber, yeah, with 55 million. Okay, so 55 million, let's just say. 
um, even 20 million more. That's that's giving a boost to Jose Ramirez. That's giving a boost to Shane Bieber. Like that's that that's that shouldn't be out of the question at all. Like at right. all. So yeah, I agree. And that's what's frustrating as uh, the Guardians because they're good everywhere else, man. They could they could put up they could put a good solid squad year in and year out, but it's just like 100%. man. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah I agree. I agree a thousand percent. I have one last thing for you too before we yep. go. Yep. Because it's a finally official. What's your thoughts on the Ghost Runner coming back? Well, yeah. So we didn't even talk about that, which is kind of funny. Um, I I don't like it, but. It, it, I guess it is what it is. That's literally what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, hate it, but I just hope that this is the last year. I really, really hope. Um, some of the other rules, um, what was it? There's the Otani rule where he could pitch and de- and when he's out of the game, he could DH. I like which that. I like that. Again, if you're going to still promote like um, uh, two way players, like I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, twenty-eight man out. Uh, twenty mate, twenty-eight man rosters in April. I think they had to do that with shortened spring training. Yes. And again, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do that for the extra innings, like you can't have the extra inning rule for one month, or right. until May. Like you're like that's not gonna happen. So fine, I guess. I hate it, but whatever. At least there's nine inning double headers, which right. again they God. needed to do that just because of like incentives. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have at bad incentives for contracts, and next thing you know, like they don't hit their quota by a couple at bads because they played. I mean, especially now when you have to make up what ten games of double headers, mm-hmm. like that's what thirty at bats that can that could, that's. That's a million dollar incentive. That's that's a vesting option that that could kick in if need yeah. be. So, yeah. but o- overall, I mean, whatever. I think there's some there's some people in like the comments that I've seen like with the Ghost Runners. Like I feel like if they made that a rule, if after twelve innings, like then you have the Ghost Runner, I'm cool with it. Like that's fine. You played an extra two three innings, fine. But right. like for it to be the tenth inning, I don't know, man. I don't like no, it. I hate it. And we've talked about it before. I, I I'm gonna be quick with it, but like I hate it because like I've said this, I've harped on this many times, but it sucks for the teams who like the pitchers who pitched a great game, gave up one run or no runs, yep. and then and then the other pitcher did the exact same shit, you know what I mean? And then you go into the tenth inning and a guy scores by not getting a hit. Yeah, the worst thing was you could lose a perfect game because of that. Yeah, yeah. You could literally hit the ball to second, guy go to third, sack fly, and you're fucking losing. Yeah. It's like, oh, that makes sense. Still a perfect game. Yeah. Still still 30 up, 30 down, but lose (laughs) the game. Yep. Because of that. Yeah, I hate that. I mean, at at, at that point, just... If you're bringing that, if you're bringing in the Ghost Runner, like, can we just ban? Can we just make a rule about the shift this year then? Because that's what you're gonna do. Like, come on, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Oh well, this has been a good episode, man. We've, we've yeah we've we've been chatting for a long time. 
how everybody know too before this episode started we talked for 10 minutes and we're like we need a we need to hurry up and start this episode we'll yeah we really <laughs> yeah i was just like hey uh and what was funny is like we hit we we did hit on everything that, that we plan on talking about i know this was a very guardian cleveland centric episode but i mean you know that's that's what it's gonna be like a lot of the times like if you're your first time listener obviously we're cleveland fans you know we'll talk about like the news of you know what happened big, right. big the big news during the weeks or whatever but a lot of times it's like hey you know the guardians did this the guardians did that like exactly are you getting used and to the guardian do- name because I, I i am i, I am yeah I, i'm actually get i actually say it a lot more now and my wife said something about the other day she goes you say guardians around the house now i'm like yeah i mean it's their name like i get used to it she goes all right i'm just i just didn't expect you to do it this quick i was like me either <laughs> she I goes because you still say she goes because you still say the jake and i'm like you're damn right I do. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what's great. See, that's that's what's kind of funny, right? Because it's like, I guess because it's maybe like a place, so it's like you you're always like synonymous to like what that place is. Right. But I guess if I don't know, it's kind of weird. I I, you know, I'm I'm kind of cupped. Like it's fine. I, I said progressive field. Yeah, it's, I, I said no the guardians. Yeah, I have no problem with it being progressive field. It's just like, I don't know how to have it. I said the Jake, but now I say the Guardians more than the Indians. And it's like, I don't know why my brain works like this. And, you know, I'm trying to make like a kind of a concerted effort to say Guardians too. Like, right. There's nothing we could do about it. And that's what I No, it is what it is. Honestly, if I've learned anything from this past week in the sports world, whether you like, whether you like it or not, there's only so much you can control. So, yeah. It is what it is. is. Fuck it. Speaking of that, uh, Gabe, your thoughts on Deshaun Watson coming to Cleveland? I mean, it. I. I mean, I. I saw a quote the other day. You can like the player, and not like the person, right? I think I need more in. Like, I. I want to see the the lawsuits come out. Like, we can get to know exactly. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's shitty. What what what's going on? I love the player though that we got, and I hate to say it like that, but as a as a football fan, just looking at the Browns, I mean, we're a better team. Oh yeah, now than we were. But at the same time, being a dad now to a daughter and like knowing what he allegedly did, allegedly still, it is kind of like a shitty situation to look at. That's why I want like I wish those lawsuits would get going so we can learn more about them because I've been hearing fishy stuff on both sides about it. Like, so, I don't know. Like I said, as a football fan, I love the move. As a person, I have questions. Does that make sense? Yeah, and, and I think that's I think that's an extremely fair take. I, I don't think – I don't – whatever you're – again, I know this is a baseball podcast, but whatever – and but this goes for baseball. Like, there's pieces of shit in baseball all the time. Like, in baseball, I mean, we're all this chairman. Um, like, there's, there's a lot of – I, I hate to just single him out, but like there's a number of guys that have done shitty things, but have played great for, for, you know, teams. And, you know, it is, yeah. like, it sucks, but it kind of is what it is. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing, you know, talent gets second chances. And right. Exactly. Wow. That's, I didn't, that's like, I, I feel like I've never heard that before. And I like that a lot. Sorry. But I mean, it's true. No, 100% and, of it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> if yeah. a if a Chapman was your closer for the Guardians, you're not going to be rooting against him in the ninth inning, right? So, I agree. It is what it is. 
Yeah. Well, Gabe, I shout out your Twitter. You want to yep. shout out the podcast? You're gonna get it. Are you gonna get it right this time? Well, that's that's tested. Uh, my Twitter is yanezgabe 13 Y A N E Z G A B E one three, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter at leadoff talk L E A D O F F T A L K. Boom. Great job. Great job. <laughs> what a professional man. <laughs> hey, he's he's locking in. You know, the first couple episodes back is like spring training, but we're in mid-season form right now. That's LFG, man. Let's fucking go. You can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin O'Sealy. That's Caitlin K-A-T-E-L-E-N. No, it's Caitlin W-S-C-L-E. You can follow my other podcast, Crunch Time with Caitlin, where I have a more, you know, in-depth thought on Deshaun Watson and all that stuff. So, you know, if you're interested in that, check it out. If not, like, just listen to this and baseball is better probably anyway. So, oh, well. And as always, friends, take it easy.